0: Welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversations.
1: More we talk, more we heal. I'm Jar, the Baker,
0: and I'm Danielle the Witch. Yeah, it's been like a month.
1: It's been a little more.
0: No, because yeah. last time was the retreat.
1: It's There's- been a little more, about a week more, but it's oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> 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 Whatever, it's still been a week more than a month ago. It's fine. Um, how you been?
0: Good. We're in our final trimester, which means baby, we'll be here in twelve weeks. Woo. Woo.
1: Do you hear that, baby? Twelve weeks, unless <laughs> definitely no more, but no early. You hear me?
0: <laughs> What's your exciting news? What do you got going on tomorrow?
1: Oh, we're doing that. Okay, throw me right into this one. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. Yay! It'll be the big 4 I suppose. Which is really crazy to think about.
0: It's exciting. It's You've made
1: it. I've made it to what, 40?
0: Past, what was your age? Number? 24. 24.
1: Yes, I am 16 years past the age at which I assumed I would have killed myself by now. And now everybody is turning this podcast off, especially if they've never listened to any of the episodes before this. Uh, Guys, we do difficult topics and conversations, (laughs) mental health advocacy and stuff. So, you know, yeah. So it's a weird thought. I think about it almost every year. So it's kind of crazy to think that I didn't kill myself. Topic today is not suicide, though. It is Suicide Prevention Awareness Day. And months, but today's the actual day, which is always kind of weird to me that it's the day before my birthday, but whatever. How um, fitting. What the hell's does that mean? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Ballad point, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not excited to be 40, but hey, I am. I will be. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Today was such a long day. It was a long day. Our little one didn't nap. She just rolled around for an hour instead.
0: Hey, at least she was chill about it.
1: Yeah, but I wanted to do this then, not now, so that I could be just... I don't know. Chill. Chill. Yeah.
0: It's okay. This doesn't have to be a long episode like I normally do either. I was tired, too. That coffee hit me good this morning, and then after groceries it was gone It gone
1: and, I, and then i tried to go get more coffee and their clothes because they've changed their hours which is terrible it
0: was, it was long we were so, all really tired yeah we we're all just trying to muster along
1: it's been crazy weather the last couple of days that does not help
0: oh my gosh the pressure is killing my head
1: we have had hail two days in a row today's the only day in the last three days we didn't get hail it's crazy.
0: No, yeah, but we got rain still too. Not as no, bad,
1: but bad. Definitely yeah, yeah, the, lots the of pressure rain. Has been brutal. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we took it easy. I'm glad we canceled our last Vendor but
2: in all honesty. Yeah.
0: Sorry guys if you guys were expecting us at the free Frederick Pagan festival. It's just I didn't want to get stuck in mud. I didn't want to fall in mud. Um and honestly, with how bad the weather was, I really am glad we didn't have to drive home in it because yeah. we would have been caught in it on our way home. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I had been looking forward to that one, too. I Especially know. since the last one sucked so bad. But then, like, I don't know. Recently, I was just like, dude, I don't have it in me to do it. I don't, I don't care.
0: So I'm sorry, guys. If if you guys were hoping to see us, we'll hopefully get to do it next year. It just didn't pan out the way we had expected. That's okay.
1: It happens.
2: It took me a little bit to not
0: feel guilty about it. Yeah. You want to talk about your amazing pasta dinner you got last night? Oh my God, if you guys live in D.C.
1: Only if they're going to shout out to us. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, their food is phenomenal. Go
0: to Reveler's Hour and Adam's Morgan. Holy amazeballs. We haven't been
1: there in a long time. The last time I won was for pre-opening. So. I felt all fancy schmancy because you knew somebody that was doing a restaurant. It was really good. They're super nice people, by the way.
0: Their sister restaurant is Tail Up Go, which is our super favorite awesome um, restaurants. We tend to go there more than Revelers. But man, Revelers did not let down. It was so freaking good. Oh, my God.
1: It was fantastic. It was really good. I'm, and normally we'll do like two of everything. Yeah. And we even skipped like the entree. So we could eat that ravioli. Oh, oh my gosh. Was so that was a good, good choice.
0: Yeah. And, and that, that chocolate drink.
1: gelato was ungodly. Man. So good. Valerie, if you're listening to this, check it out. That chocolate was killer, man. <laughs> oh <laughs> it was my somewhere gosh. between a seventy and an eighty eight in gelato form. It's <laughs> so smooth.
0: It was so good.
1: So good. Anyway. Totally off topic. She's going to be listening to this and be like, wait, what? Or never hearing this. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's fine. We do this anyway. Um, but yeah, so what are we, we going to talk about today? Going to therapy. Yeah. Wanted to do this one for a while because it's a big, scary thing, unfortunately. And there's a lot of reasons for all of that. I don't really know how you want to do this. You want to do this like...
0: Okay. We can shoot off. We can shoot off this like questions partially because, like, I'm coming from the side of I've never been to therapy. I've okay. gone to like helpful centers that like have resources that help guide people, like counselors, but not actual like traditional therapy. Okay. Whereas you have.
1: So real quick, we're going to talk about talk therapy, by the way, and not yes. group. We're going to talk about an individualized. Therapy, experience, what, to, what it's kind of so like. So for me,
0: I would have group, I guess it would be group,
1: quote-unquote, therapy. Right. So like most recovery um, and stuff are, yeah. are group, yeah. right? Um, Side so note, when you're becoming a therapist, you have to go through group training.
2: That's kind of cool. I didn't know which that. Which is interesting.
1: Big pause. Sorry. I don't know. It was random. I'm just going no, like <laughs> to say a word. There. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So that was one of the things I learned. Um, So like, what is it like to go? um, I don't know, right? Everybody's going to kind of have a different experience. So my experience started out in um, a couple's counseling thing. Long story, I'm sure we've talked about divorce a thousand times. There's a whole episode. You can go listen to it. Um, So that's where mine started, right? I went to try and... (laughs) help my partner at the time realize the stuff that she was dealing with. Okay. I would hope, I was hoping that she would get something out of it and whatever. Um,
0: also, guys, I'm really sorry if I'm burping in here. I'm having some, a little acid reflux happening. She's
1: pregnant. Give <laughs> her Give like, a I'm to stutter away. So sorry, if so, y'all. Yeah. Anyway. Hear that. So that's where mine started, right? And then that was rough. Like I went in for...
0: Had you have, had you had any... Mind. like
1: I had no experience. I had no idea what prior to that. do. Okay. Um, I was really scared about it, to be completely honest. A lot of stigma around it. Um, Why are you scared? The stigma of being like, "Oh, I have to go to therapy."
0: Just right. that, nothing else.
1: That um, stranger. The mental, uh, the mental health thing being on your medical record to me was a really big, scary thing. Right. So we paid the entire thing out of pocket. Didn't go through any insurance because I didn't want it there because I didn't want anybody ever looking that up and being like, oh, blah, 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 blah. By the way, this was well before I changed dramatically as a person and was a big mental health advocate. Now, fuck all that. Do it. Okay. Do it. One, they can't look at that. That would be a HIPAA violation. So if you're an employer to you and does that and you don't disclose it fucking okay, you better I find out how to figure that bullshit only out
0: place that and really does like the military because they have to know
1: that's totally they're definitely organizations right you're running the yeah. mill yeah. company can't do it yeah. you would have to disclose on your own um so yeah that was a big scary thing for me right i was going in full full well knowing that my marriage was over and there was nothing that i thought therapy would go And it's interesting because going into couples counseling versus a one-on-one therapy, because I've done both now, they're similar or not in a lot of ways. Excuse me, because now I'm the burpee one. Um,
0: (laughs) You told me to get it out
1: beforehand. (laughs) So the therapist, uh, when we started the couples, individually took us. In separate sessions, first. She took a session with me and a session with my ex wife just so that she could figure out where we both were. Right. And then everything after that was together the entire time.
0: How long would you say that section of therapy had been? Was that like a year? Was that?
1: No, no, no. That was six months. It was less than six months. It might have been four. Okay. Maybe five at the most. So I've done three rounds now, I think. So that was one, right? And what well, you'll find out, because I didn't know, there's a lot of therapists. There's a whole alphabet soup around it, and a lot of that is just dependent upon the state that you're in um, as to what they're called. So you, you know, you have a, a family therapist. And they, so there are specializations, right? You have a social worker who can do uh, mental health, but they also have the concept surrounding the entirety of care, right? They're going to be able to work with you more in a systematic approach to like finding housing and all the other things that help a person. That's why they're a social worker. You have a marriage and family therapist whose goal is really, um, couples counseling for marriage problems, family for family problems. Um, and then uh, a clinical professional, blah blah blah. Like there's there's alphabet soup out there again, based on the state and what the state calls their licensing. Um, but it's all a master's program. Those master's programs are all subset into something else. Right? You can be a social worker. You can be a clinical psychologist. You can do family therapy. So you'll you'll do different stuff, but a lot of the underlying is all the same, right? You know, you specialize in addiction and all that other stuff. And that's a master's level. Then there's PhD, which obviously is a whole lot more. Um, and then the biggest distinction is between a psychologist and um, now I told totally Psychiatrist. Wrong. Psychiatrist. Correct. Thank you. The psychiatrist is a medical doctor, by the way. They have gone through a full residency program only and, and all the training that a doctor has, right? Which means any...
2: And that's because they prescribe medication.
1: Correct. So they have the ability to prescribe medication. The only other person that can prescribe medication is um, a psychiatric nurse, I believe. Somebody needs to validate that. But there is one other that can do that. That may have been a dispensing thing, by the way. might not have been prescribed. But whatever. So your therapist can't do any kind of prescription for you. They can't. They can tell you, hey, you may benefit from A, B, and C, but I have to send you to somebody else. But your therapist will never be able to prescribe you medication unless your therapist is also a psychiatrist. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the psychiatrist has all that additional training, the chemistry, the biology, the everything else. And they've done all the rounds of the doctor's done. They just chose that path. So... I don't know if we're off topic, it doesn't matter. So round one was the family therapy thing. And I knew that was not gonna work in day one. So um fast forward and I don't know. Maybe a year, year and a half or so. And I'm in a really shitty position at work, and I know I'm struggling and I know I'm suffering. So I decided I'm going to actually go and do therapy on my own. Start to work through everything that I have. And the first thing I actually did was reach back out to my therapist um, that we used during the couples counseling. Not we, by by the way, for people out there, not we as in you and me, right? My ex wife and me, but I reached out to her, and I won't name her because there's ethics behind it. And I mean, I can, I can name. Her, she can't name me. By the way, there's that whole yeah. ethics boundary and privacy and everything else. So, anyway, I could tell you who she is. I won't. I love her to death. Um, I reached out to her. Um, I was like, "Hey, like, do you, do you know anybody?" And she's like, "Well, here at this practice where our where I am, we usually do A, B, and C. But th- let me just validate that they're okay. If I take an occasional one-on-one she did she reached back out to me super cool that organization allowed her to do that because it's not a one-on-one therapy group they're more of the marriage family dynamic so that's what they're where they operated so they did that i went to her for uh oh what another year year and a half or so maybe during all
0: that maybe two almost
1: there was a gap again so I went to her that was really good and then I decided I was okay for a while uh stepped back took a break got into another position where I was like Jesus okay I need to go back I was going back to her again and then I lost my job and so then immediately I was like well shit okay I gotta stop this right now just monetarily um now that we have insurance again and things are picking up, I've been thinking about maybe I'll call her back up and see how that goes. Um probably after Casey comes. I don't know. We'll see. I also gotta check our insurance now and see what they're willing to do. I'm I'm now more okay to be like, okay, hey, whatever. The problem there is she doesn't their organization doesn't take insurance. Right, So they have to cut me a receipt, I have to take it to insurance and then deal with insurance directly. That sounds like a big pain in the ass, but whatever. At this point, if it works and they're going to take it, I'm going to do it. Don't let insurance be the barrier. If you can don't let insurance be the barrier.
0: Because that was mine.
1: Right. Just not mine was, I didn't money.
0: have any yeah. for a while.
1: And when I did, it just didn't cover it. Just... Right. And, and insurance covering mental health care is a fairly new thing, let me tell you. Not every plant does it and there's stipulations on what they do cover, what they don't cover. And yeah. you know, all that other BS, right? Exactly. How long, right? Is it going to be an inpatient thing? If it is, how long, blah, 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 where technically if you're doing talk therapy with the therapist, that's not an inpatient rehab center. So read it carefully, call them up, ask them all the questions, blah, 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 right? Cause you want to know it's not, Cheap, unfortunately, that is another barrier to a lot of uh, therapy and therapists is that it costs a lot of money. You know, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. A decent chunk of that money goes towards their insurance because they have to be covered in case something happens. Yada yada yada. That's yep. all a backstory. We don't need to worry about. But that's where a decent chunk of that goes. Honestly, um, that's a big one admitting you want help if you've never asked for help is a big one that was a big one for me too. It's
0: hard. It's scary. It's, really, it's scary to be vulnerable. Really
1: scary to be vulnerable, right? Especially with a stranger. But then to me that's also a bit of a a benefit, right? First couple times you go, you have no idea who this person is. Right? So you really can be vulnerable because there's no like
0: prior knowledge there's no that.
1: prior knowledge, right there's no prior knowledge of who you are there's a code of ethics there's the Hippocratic stuff that they can't do right it's still a HIPAA violation if they are to talk about you without your permission so all of this stuff is technically medical settings right like it's kind of like going to a lawyer like you have patient confidentiality only this is even worse because you overstepped that now it's a HIPAA violation now there's screw yeah, it really there's fast this stuff is really expensive those fines are millions of dollars and that's on the technical side you start getting into the other side it's all the same stuff so trust me like they have every reason to do that now they can talk about cases inside their own practice and that's part of what they do that's part of how the therapy center works private therapists therapist, are always bouncing ideas off each other how do I do it Whatever. all this stuff so Having it be a stranger initially, while it is also very like nerve wracking to be that open with somebody initially, is also sort of freeing because you don't know this person, and your therapist should be very uh, judgment free. They should be working with you, um, guiding you, questioning you. Um, helping you kind of understand why you feel what you feel right so if you don't even know what you feel they're going to help you there right trying to figure out exactly how you feel if you have shut all that off for a really long time is a really weird one you got to start pulling out like the difference between grief and anger depression and anger and understanding that Anger is a symptom of depression, but anger is also a natural uh, reaction to having your boundaries set on. And so you have to be like, oh, wait, what? I don't know all this shit. Like, what? Like, why don't we talk about these things? Why, why doesn't nobody tell me all these things? I, I've turned all this shit off. I don't know any of this. So they start to help you even just name it, right? And then and they work to see like where that's coming from, right? And why? And in the in the mental health perspective the therapist counselor they're they're all under the same umbrella by the way they'll be able to help you get a diagnosis right so they'll be able to say you have generalized anxiety you have high anxiety you have depression you might be schizophrenic whatever right they can start that base layer. If you need to go from there, they can help you get to that next step. Right. You need to go see a psychiatrist. They can do that. They can work with you to do a lot of that stuff. Um, but they will give you that beginning intro. This is what I think. And that's where I think you're at. Right. When I started therapy back again as a one-on-one, um, we started out, every other week, I think, for a while. We were every other week. Um, and then it went to once every three weeks. And then as I was feeling better, um, we went to like once a month. And then I ended up just once a month, right? which is great, right? It saves you money. Um, but again, anytime in the middle of that, if you needed something, you could always call or text and be like, hey, uh, as soon as you can get me in please. like I need something, right? You can tell them what's about, whatever. Um, and then they'll try and pitch you in as soon as possible. So that was a benefit, right? Do I know that every therapist is like that? I don't know. I would assume so, right? And again, there's always the suicide lifelines. There's always other lifelines, right? 988, by the I way, guys, say, in the U.S., have like the Every in the country has something. Now. Text, chat, all, all of them, right? Technology's going along with mm-hmm. Most of those people aren't. Not therapists, by the way. No, they're, they're just volunteers the help. who have an understanding mm-hmm. and have had some basic training. Okay, they're not there to give you a diagnosis. Social media is not there to give you a diagnosis. We are not here to give you a diagnosis.
0: No, it's just the extra support right. to help you on that path exactly. until you can get to where you need to get to.
1: Exactly. We are here to tell you that it's okay. Right. I've been through enough therapy to say it's fine. Right go do it. It is life changing. It is life changing. If you've never done it, it is I, I do, like. you don't have to have quote unquote trauma, right? You may not know you do, by the way. You may not know you do. You may not know the things you have are PTSD. You might not know that. And when you talk about it to a therapist, the therapist would be like, you're really ex- exhibiting symptoms of PTSD because PTSD, just like everything else, is a spectrum, right? I have PTSD on certain issues and events in my life, okay? Um, my fight or flight is really kicked up and really high, or than normal, due to violent trauma at a young age. Um, but I didn't understand for prior to therapy you didn't understand why it was like that why it was there how that impacted it at, at age 14. so you know the therapist will will work with you through your past try and say all of these things have led you to x y and z you feel these things right does this sound right right the therapist is never actually going to tell you what roughly tell you what you feel right they're going to help guide you to it they may be like do you feel this right and this is what this is or do you feel this this is what this is you know how does that make you feel what are you feeling what are you feeling physically right because that physical part of you is the part that we never think about but like they say the body keeps score right the body remembers i haven't even gotten into all that part right personally i haven't gone into any of that and tried to work through all that stuff and get all that stuff out of my body. So therapists can help you with that too. All right So therapy it's it's very intimate, one-on-one discussions of how you're feeling and guidance as to why you may feel that way, what things in your past may be causing you to feel that way right they can keep going like I've done a lot of self introspection so I always thought was like oh okay like yeah I'm good I like know where I'm at and then I sat down and like talked with her and she's like well this this and this too I'm like holy shit yeah (laughs) and like you have these big fucking light bulb moments and you're like Jesus I didn't wow really oh my god okay um And I know I've written a blog post about it and we talked briefly about it. But honestly, therapy and talking about it and working through it, nobody talks about this, can be harder than having to go through it. And I say that and I've talked to people about it who kind of like have been through therapy as well and people that are doing just work on their own without a therapist. Because again, you can do some of this on your own. Having to shut it off and ignored it or shut it down or push it away or whatever, right? So that you're not doing the work now that you're stepping out to like face what happened to you or the things you've been through or the feelings you have and starting to actually put names in them and feel them and talk about them. That will pull all of that stuff right back up. So you may be like, oh, I dealt with it. Fuck no, you didn't. By the way, let me tell you, no, you didn't until you really sat down and dealt with it and talked about it and thought about it and worked through it and named it and accepted that it happened and forgive if you choose and just not, if you choose not to forgive, totally acceptable, but like setting the boundaries and place and everything, like getting back to the things that were healthy, that you were never taught, and working through the things that have happened, honestly, it's, it's almost harder than having had it done. Right? Like, addressing all of the things that happened to me from being jumped at, like, 14, I think is how old I was at the time. Um, and how that's impacted me as a person growing up and adult. And, like, you've experienced my fight or flight in outside like walking down the street being like oh, fuck no we have to cross the street right now like you've experienced that like so i had to work through all of that and why and all this other shit and it's calmer <laughs> it's calmer i wouldn't say it's completely where it needs to be but it's, uh, it's, it's than a, it's a lot more
0: relaxed than it's been but it also doesn't you also have a small child now too so, your antenna is way more attentive as well. On top of that, you're very much well aware sometimes, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> I
2: mean, it's, <laughs> well, you know, it's just not good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: If you uh, could have started going to therapy sooner, would you? Would you have gone as a teenager,
2: do you think?
1: I wish I could have. The things that I went through in my teenage and 20s and that, I wish I would have. I wouldn't be here right now, though. I wouldn't be doing this. Uh, Because, you know, obviously, because of the way things happen and blah, 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 right? Like, I'd thought about being a psych major in college and didn't because I had a high suicide rate. It's probably because most of us were suicidal anyway at that point. Um, but yeah, uh, it, as an older person talking to a younger version of myself, but talking to younger people, talking to older people, currently talking to anybody right now, even if you're a parent of a child, there's no wrong time to start. Really? There isn't, right? If, if you're a parent and you see your child struggling, and you don't really know what to do. There are therapists out there who are geared towards children and child development and child psychology, and they specialize in that. And they can help you and your child figure out what you need to do for anything, right? Like, especially all the kids right now, as we were moving out of COVID, going back to school, school shootings, all that shit, all that heightened anxiety and everything else out of that. There's no reason not to have a conversation about it, right? Your kid could come to you and be like, hey, I feel totally fine. I'm really okay. Great. But you had that conversation. You started it, right? To the 70-year-old, the 50-year-old, the 60-year-old, dude, there's no reason. Like, if you feel like you're just carrying all this stuff, like the responsibility of life, like all this bad stuff that happened to you, like there's no reason not to. To the, to the people that are entering the job market or college or whatever, and have all this pressure on them to perform, perform, perform. And then, excuse me, then you have like anxiety from like all of that pressure. And then you're depressed for not meeting expectations. You become the people pleaser, whatever, right? Like go talk to somebody. They will help you work through all that. Yeah. You can talk to your friend. Okay. You really can, but Your friend, unless they're a therapist and they shouldn't be your therapist if they're your friend, by the way, just for boundary reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, unless it's all you can afford, maybe, maybe, Mm, still probably shouldn't. Like, draw that line, please. Definitely draw that line. They should help you draw that line, by the way. They should be helpful. uh... Go, right? It, It sucks. It's hard. There's always the money aspect, but honestly, now, like, more and more, even the insurance marketplace stuff that we had prior would have covered some stuff, right? I can't stress just going, right? You you lose nothing by going once or twice, right? You're not going to build that relationship that's super powerful and strong with the therapist over one or two, right? But dipping your toe in, seeing what it's like having a vulnerable conversation with somebody who can support you like that, if you're ready for that, actual long-term healing journey, go. I wish so many times that I, now that I know what it's like, that I would have done it earlier or that my parents would have taken me earlier. I really wish I would have had therapy after I was jumped. I really do. I think that would have made me semi-different. And I, I would have at least had less of a fight or flight so that would have been nice but it's okay different different era different time frame a lot less awareness i mean when i was 14 at that time frame we're talking 97 so like not the most mainstream thing yeah Mm -hmm. do the math
0: yeah, I was like, how old was that?
1: Yeah, young. That's all we need. We don't need that. It's fine.
2: <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So what are your questions next?
2: Um, sorry. Give me a second. Uh,
0: do you think had you not gone for your marriage, you would have gone at all?
1: You know, I don't know the answer to that. I hope so. Knowing what I know now, I really hope so. I really do. Um, but
0: had that not avalanched that?
1: I don't think so. Probably not.
2: And Probably not
1: now. Again, it would be the same stigma thing, right? Like, I don't want to say it's easier when you're doing it with somebody else but at least you're not just doing it by yourself.
2: Right? <laughs> there, is, there, there
0: is, there is some, uh, um, that right right? <laughs> having like, that like emotional support, even if it's not true emotional support for each other, just like the company, the emotional company aspect of it does change a little.
1: Okay. So then, yeah, he, here's the thing. Okay. If, if you're a partner of somebody, whether you're married or just a partner, Whatever. If your partner comes to you and it's like, "Hey, I'm having feelings or whatever," or I'm thinking that maybe I want to go to therapy, you can bring up that conversation, but please be careful about that. It can make people feel really shitty if you're like, hey, "You need to see a therapist." Like, oh, okay, you can go fuck yourself. I'm not going to do it now. Thank you very much. But if you do it in a more gentle way and hopefully you're a safe person in a safe relationship, right? Then you can be like, hey, I see you're really struggling with stuff. Um, if you want to go to therapy, I would love to support you. How can I support you? Right. Like what can I do to give you the time to do it? Can I help you find somebody? Like all these other things because that level of outside support makes it so much easier for somebody to <coughs> excuse me ask for help, but then feel Comfortable enough to go. Getting started as hard as part. Like. After my first round as couples. Like admitting it. And then doing it. Was. Six months. At least. Of a process for me. By the way. Clearly knew I needed to go back. Clearly waited way too long. It might have been nine months actually. Now that I'm like. Trying to back a lot of this shit in my head. <laughs> So, like, the best thing you can do as a partner of somebody is be as supportive as humanly possible. One, you have to understand everybody's a person. Everybody has feelings. Everybody wants to be cared about and loved and supported. So if you can support that person um, as safely and non-judgmentally as humanly possible, it will be easier for them to go have it done. Right? Getting started is probably the hardest part. And don't get me wrong. It's really fucking hard in the middle too. Like while you're starting to dredge things up and work through them, yeah. it is not easy at all. But getting started is hard. <laughs> like, I will say getting started is way harder. I used to look forward to it. I was always like, oh shit, is that happening? Yeah, cool. Okay. And I'll tell these people to fuck off so I can go make sure I can, like, do that. Like. And there were times where I was like fitting that shit in at like, Lunch of work.
0: Had you ever been asked to go to therapy by another partner or person or friend early on prior?
2: Before?
1: No, but I had been the person to ask somebody else to go. And that blew up in my face. Um, I don't really recall how that whole scenario went down. I don't remember it being like really bad. Okay, so I say blew up in my face. That's a pretty big overreaction but like i i asked if we could go to therapy and it was a very strong no at the time of course you know then i don't know maybe a year later when i said divorce and then that therapy came back up pretty quick by the way (laughs) but um no, I hadn't. I, I wish, I wish I would have asked for it from my parents, but I was too afraid, and I don't think I was ready.
0: Um, do you think that? Do you think that? Um, oh my God! Why do I have pregnancy brain right now?
1: Okay, think about it real quick. So, I have been very lucky. I've been with the same therapist the entire time. And I got lucky, and I say that because I like my therapist right from go. We have a lot of commonalities in some of the ways we think, not entirely, which is great because it allows me to be open to different ways of thinking, but um, we're both semi existential. So we can talk at that uh, type of philosophy as well as the therapeutic stuff. So that's really cool. But like, go in, look for somebody who, has a kind, caring, non-judgmental attitude who can support you the way you want to be supported, right? And you're not going to know necessarily, you might not know necessarily what that looks like for you initially, right? So the first few are going to be kind of
2: Mm -hmm.
1: trial and error, feel it out. How's this, right? Nothing ever says you have to stay with your therapist. Don't stay with your therapist if you don't like what they're doing. Don't stay with your therapist if you're not making any progress, it's another big thing I've heard. Your therapist should be able to tell you that you're not making progress. So you, should, but you should also feel it. Like you'll feel different after a while, and it's going to be. It's not like a light bulb. Oh my god, right away. Like you'll have small light bulbs like over time, and it is a longer process. But like you should start to feel different, right? You should be able to start to name how you're feeling, figure out why you're feeling that. Eventually, depending on where you are, you may learn emotional regulation, right? So you'll be able to better regulate earlier. You'll be able to feel your triggers earlier. You'll be able to understand as you start. I, like, so I'm de- I have dysthymia depression, which is an environmentally long-term-driven depression. Mine's not a chemical imbalance. It's more of the things that have happened to me, but it's also a really long period. A sustained time anybody who's listening this knows that but um i didn't know that so that was my diagnosis but now i can see earlier when i'm sliding right like i can see my downward slide and i can stop earlier i can be like okay i gotta do something else or i need to try this other thing or i can at least name that's happening too right so i didn't have any of tools. I didn't have any of that knowledge prior. So, like, that's how I know that it's worked, right? That's how I know I'm getting better. (laughs) And I'm a totally different person. You can ask people that knew me before and now. And they're like, man, yeah, you're not the same person. And that's one of the benefits, right? You're more... The buzzword today is authentic. and Part of me hates it because the existential and the philosophical authentic aspect of being person but whatever right it, it's that being true to yourself and understanding okay yeah I have these feelings they are part of me and if I acknowledge them and make them real I get that experience blah 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 I'm not just pushing it back because it's hard to deal with right it, to me it's more of a not a fulfilled life but a full life you are allowing yourself to experience everything right and naming it, and then naming it, and working through it allows you to feel it all and cope, and all of those. Stuff. That's a personal thing, though. Really, but yeah. So, okay, question to you: Why have you not?
2: Um,
0: part of it was I stigma,
2: <laughs>
1: scared before.
0: to go. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that was that I couldn't afford it. Fam- also a really
1: big one.
0: My family couldn't afford it. It wasn't covered in our insurance growing up. Um, and then as I got older, I didn't have insurance. And I was already living paycheck to paycheck. So just it really never came up for me to go. Um, it was just never in the cards for me to go when I could or when I knew I needed it. Um you know just a little background of like how I would always hear my parents like over talking and if they couldn't afford something I would immediately say, Oh, I don't want to play that anymore. Or no, I don't have to play that sport anymore. It's okay. It's it's fine. Like I would immediately withdraw. Um knowing that it meant that it helps financially like cut back some things. Or I would say I didn't want to go on a trip. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hard.
2: Um,
1: you, still, you struggle.
2: Oh yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's okay to cry. By the way, it is okay to cry in therapy too. Just for sake. And if your therapist can't handle it, find another fucking therapist tomorrow. Because <laughs> that's bullshit. Um, I've had my therapist cry with me, by the way, which is kind of very, like (laughs) so i i can't thank my therapist i know she doesn't listen to us lots of reasons she can't help support us either which is suck best i know it'd be super cool but um please just do it like i'm giving you full permission to say that i am your client which is Yes, anyway. And, and one of these days I'll tell everybody about this because I think she's a phenomenal person. She has her own podcast and it's great. I like just hearing her voice sometimes. So. Um, but it brings yeah. comfort. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, why? What would it take to start now?
0: Um, I guess finding the time now. So I need the time.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to uh, same thing you tell me. That's a bullshit excuse. There's all yeah. the time. We can make time. So if you want to, let I me mean, know. We can talk off. <laughs>
2: no, I know. it's. Uh...
1: But I know what you mean by that. But trust me. 100% agree. On that. 100% like, oh my God. When am I going to fit this into everything else I want to do or can do or feel like I have the time to actually do? Yes. Okay. Um, so outside of that time, what would be the other reason not to? What else is what else is preventing? I think that's
0: my biggest thing: okay. is finding the time genuinely, but also finding the uh, space to be vulnerable that way. Because I I do a lot of my own personal like cycle breaking and process, and it takes me a lot longer, but. Um, it's also just finding the time and the right people. I am very particular about who holds space for me in certain moments of my life. Um, and it, it takes a lot for me to find the right person. And I just, a lot of it is, I just haven't found the right person.
1: Okay. Real fast. That is a big, big thing. Don't settle for your therapist.
2: If you don't like what
1: you're seeing, what you're getting, what you're hearing, if it just doesn't feel good, don't settle. This is your health. Okay? This also goes into the medical industry. It is your health advocate for yourself as hard as that is by the way especially somebody who is a people pleaser has mental health issues and stigma that goes all around that it is in your hands to advocate for yourself you owe it to yourself if you're going to take this journey do not stop until you find the person that you want
0: it's hard it's really hard to find people now and to find people that have common ground that you feel accepted in um so though I have not gone to therapy, I have interviewed therapists and talked to therapist office and people, and I just never found anybody that I felt like I could be seen.
2: Okay.
0: Um and so after a while I just got to the point where I just didn't didn't look into it. Didn't um <laughs>
1: Uh, Sorry. I'm a bad podcaster.
0: I <laughs> didn't uh take a step in that direction. I've been to group therapy and that is awkward and uncomfortable and it's hard.
1: Do you want to share why you were in group? You can say
0: uh, I was in group because I had a really bad problem with narcotics. And um I, uh, I needed help and I couldn't afford the help. So I went around looking for AA meetings and drugs anonymous meetings to go get supported. Even then it, those are helpful to some degree, but it's not, um, it's not as in depth as going into therapy and having, that extra support um, that you would need. I feel like that probably would have helped me a lot, but part of that journey, I was very alone. So I got what I could afford and what I could do. And um, while keeping it under wraps that I was in that era of my
2: life. Um, It's very, um,
0: I don't know if you've noticed, but like it's why I can openly be like, oh, yeah, I've had this happen in a group very easily. I open up like balls to the wall and share because it comes from that. It comes from being able to go stand up at a podium and openly <laughs> talk about the struggles you're going through um, very quickly, which is why I'm sure when you hear me open up talk topics very quickly, you're like, oh, we're talking about this now.
1: Well, Uh, I don't like to push anybody into doing it either. So if you're going to open it, but you and I always like to open those for people.
0: And that is, uh, I I learned very, (laughs) it took me a while to get to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd be very much the opposite. I I would never be able to open it in group. For sure. I've never been to group, but like, if you told me I had to go sit in group, I'd be like, no,
0: which is funny because I am. <laughs> no,
1: I the dynamic I is
0: different because not everybody has to go.
1: Not everybody has to share. Not
0: everybody has to share. You sit through it a few times. Mm-hmm. You let other people go, versus like going to therapy one on one with somebody. That scares me.
1: So okay, well, well, why? And why I, I why think, ask uh, that? <laughs> um, Jeez. sorry, Season are changing. That's killing cool. some.
0: But, some of that I think is. Uh, it's getting over that factor that it's not you're not being judged but there's one person to really focus on you and i don't like being focused on in that aspect okay
2: um
0: i get very uh self-conscious right and that that makes it uh oh Nerve wracking. I get very hot. I get very embarrassed. I get very ashamed. Versus, like being in a group of people that have very common things, it's easier for me to talk to than somebody who does this for a living, may not have the same type of experience. And now I have them directly looking into my soul, staring at me, listening to me talk versus talking to a whole bunch of people that get it are in the thick of it with you at the same time.
1: So, okay. What I've heard and sounds like it's relatively normal, right? Everybody's been through something, right? Yeah. Now I've had shitloads of conversations, shitloads of people about a shitload of stuff, right? I've been through my own fair share of garbage. I want to say more than most, but that's not real. It's not right. I'd be lying my ass off if that was the case. But um, your therapist isn't always going to go through everything you went through, right? But they've been through the training to understand how to guide and help you, right? Now, a lot of Therapists have been through a lot of stuff, which is what made them become therapists. It's why I'm thinking about it. Right? Most people don't wake up and they're like, I'm going to be a therapist tomorrow. By the way, you can't just fucking do that, sadly. But um, a lot of people have been through a lot of stuff. I actually have fairly similar, like similar in quotes, right? Uh, Things. Excuse me. Jesus! This is get a terrible episode. Um, uh, things that I've been through that my therapist has been through. She's like, "Look, we can. I, I can actually kind of like relate in this capacity. I'm not going to, but I understand. I actually understand where you're coming from, right? Um, by the way, if your therapist is just jumping in and being like, "Hey, cool, yeah, I've been through this too. Here's my whole thing." Find another fucking therapist. Yeah. The way, they're red making
0: it about them. It's, if, it's, not, it's not supposed
1: to be about them. If you want to hear what they've been through so that you can ask questions, again, that's on yours and their boundaries may tell you no. If they tell you no, they're sticking to their boundaries. So you have to respect that. But their therapist, your therapist better not make it about themselves. That's a kind of good therapist. Right? Even in the relation aspect, they should be able to be like, look, I've been through similar. I understand. Let's talk about how you feel about it. Let's talk about where you're going with that. Like X, Y, Z." right? They, they shouldn't be just dropping on you all this stuff that they went through, right? When you're paying them to listen to you, not vice versa to yeah. a degree, right? You don't really want to, but whatever. Go out for beer later or something. I don't know. Don't do that either, but- um, it is very hard the first few times but again you're gonna get that feeling from somebody in those first few right so the first few of anything is always going to be like a feel it out right if you so when you're searching for one too you can call up and ask like, hey can yeah, we talk for a few?" Do, so, like a- Right, you're going to want to know about you. You're going to want to know about them. Trust your gut right then and there. If you don't like it, be like, hey, I'm sorry. I don't think this... One.
0: It's hard. And that's, that's a lot of where my first initial, like, finding
2: people I mesh with. Mm-hmm. Um, I find a lot of people that I end up meshing with have some degree of
0: psychology have that background but also have a uh spiritual background those people or have life coaching tools and things like that um who I've worked with in those
2: aspects and those I find I can relate to. Okay. Um but finding an
0: actual therapist like I haven't found one that I've Meshed with, and that shit is hard. So. And not to mention just like between COVID, I think it's really shifted a lot what's out there
1: now. So you could jump into better health. I've heard a lot of pros and cons on better health from both sides, by the way. heard pros and cons from people seeking therapy. I've heard pros and cons on being the therapist using better health. Big asterisk there. It works for you. It works for you, right? Take that one with a grain of salt. Um, social media has changed a lot of stuff. There are a lot of therapists out there right now. I follow a decent number, to be honest, just because I think it's really interesting. Um, and so you can kind of really like see who they are before you even approach them, which has been super interesting. Right. Like you could go and basically interview all of these therapists just by scrolling through their social media and seeing what they're like there. So that's one way, in all honesty, without having to like call people up, blah, 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 blah. And then you're gonna get a lot longer, bigger look at who they are and how they operate. Right. Again, they're not doing therapy on social media, but you'll see their style and see where they. Focus. You can see how they fit. Um, you can see who their population choice is. And by that, I mean, like, where do they like to specialize? Um, I believe at a black female therapist is one. She's in the help section of our website, by the way. So if I, if I got that wrong, just check in there. Um, but definitely there are like, if you can name a population There are therapists out there for you, period. Okay. A lot of people are going to be generalists, right? But like, there are definitely people that want to focus on a certain population. So they will. So if you think you're like this crazy fucking outlier, you're not. You can find it. There's somebody out there who wants to see you and wants you to feel better. We just want to be that first step for you where we tell you that it's okay to do these things, right?
2: Yes. It's okay. It's It's, super fucking
1: hard. We see you. Every single person I know that goes to therapy, if you've told me about it, you've probably heard me tell you I'm proud of you. This is a big fucking deal. It's a big step. So if you're out there and I haven't told you, I'm proud of you. Okay. It's hard. It's hard. So yeah, like do it. But again, right? Like, honestly, like in social media, everyone has a lot of shitty things to say about social media. Sure, there are hell of a lot of downsides. There are positives out there if you're looking for right. Like so, if you're if you're trying to find a therapist or something, like go out, look around. Um, I don't remember what her name is, Doctor Christina. Maybe she does therapy. Is cool. Just trying to float that hashtag for a while. She's pretty awesome, by the way. Um, <clears throat> attachment nerd is another really uh, good one. She's a uh, marriage and family therapist she's where i get a lot of our parenting tips on like how to really like have a solid connection with your child in a healthy way um super cool there um oh my god holistic psychologist i believe is the other super huge one out there everybody knows her she's doing big things she is an actual doctorate but i don't believe she is a, um oh my God, let me draw a blank on the other one what's the medical psychiatrist. psychiatrist I believe she just has a PhD in psychology also there is a PhD and a psych D slightly different they do focus in psychology though don't know the difference don't ask I do know a psych D if you need I can reach out and we'll figure that out later irrelevant um so, yeah, I mean, there's ways to find them. Um, good stuff. Uh, here's some of the local uh, shelters are really good at getting you in touch with people. So there's a women's shelter in Vienna, Virginia, that will at least give you referrals out to a couple people. You can call them. They'll give you usually like a quick half hour of... Uh, This is what I do. This is what I'm like. Yada, yada. Let me know your thoughts. They do a whole bunch of other stuff. By the way, you can do legal and a bunch of other stuff. Great organization. Anyway, there there are organizations out there that are always willing to do that. There's a lot of nonprofit stuff that's out there. Um, Mental Health America, I did work for them for IT. Great organization.
0: There's seven starlings for pregnancy and postpartum moms looking for therapy.
1: Pre and post pre post, so while you're in while you're out it's
0: just i have not aligned with anybody okay. yet and that, okay. but that does not mean that they would not sit with other people they're super lovely um
1: and they aim to get back to you within 24 to 48 right yes
0: 28 to 48
1: also on their website um, recently
0: because
1: we just found out about them um there, there's a ton of stuff be very careful what you see on social media. No, yeah. Right? Like, we, we aren't therapists. We're not therapy. We don't claim to be. In fact, even on our meetup part, it clearly tells you we're not. We're just here to listen and, and, and guide you and, like, be that first step and tell you it's okay. Yeah. We're not therapists.
0: And help give you
1: resources right. so that you can resources. do the work. Yeah. And take the steps
0: when you're ready to take yeah. the
1: steps. Tips about how to do the work. Fun stuff. But I think therapy has changed me as a person, dramatically changed me as a person. And I was I think very introspective, very different, prior, for sure. But definitely, you know, it connected a lot of dots, it freed a lot of stuff, helped me work through and acknowledge that I have emotions and really start to lay them out, really be vulnerable, really try to set boundaries, try to figure out what those boundaries <laughs> should be for me. Right, because if you come in without knowing or having any, or you do and you don't know it, right? Like you can start to like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. No, that's what Establishing forever. what your
0: do's and don'ts are. I mean, you're very different from when I met you, and I've known you for almost ten years at this point, a little more.
2: It's kind of accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> for sure. Go then. Oh shit. Sure. Anyway, okay, cool.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. We, we've been together for a little bit. And then there was when I was in the salon. I knew you then too. Yeah. But
1: I, okay. I and don't feel like we hung out that much. Before. We didn't
0: hang out much, but I knew but yeah, well, I would say there. you were a completely different person. Then.
1: Well, I am. You know, I had a really big light bulb moment that really started a lot of this. And then I got into there. And
0: I'm like, you don't know what I was prior to. Well, yeah. you actually were just meeting me in my ending phases
1: yeah. of group therapy. hmm you were meeting
0: me as I was coming out of my drug era.
1: Okay, so what are what are your thoughts or recommendations for people looking to get into oh
0: my um, God. something like that? It's, because again, it's I'll, been a while. I'd have to go back and get all the resources for that because it's
1: no, 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 no. Not, not like who to go to and all that stuff, but like um, tips. Like if, if you're nervous about it, like yeah, what what should they expect going into I'm going to say a recovery group because that's really a lot of what those are. So like, what what do they need to know? It's a different dynamic than a one-on-one therapy.
0: It is very different, but there's also, um, a hospital recovery rehabilitation center. A center is very different from a small sponsorship group. That is AA or narcotic narcotics anonymous. Um, they're, run by very different people. One has more medical support and will depending on if your insurance covers it or if you pay out of pocket.
1: Can you clarify something? You just said an inpatient. Like, yeah. Uh what are we talking about then? So Because I know what an inpatient facility is and how they like will intake a person struggling even suicidal. So, so, what are you talking about?
0: So, for me, when I went, I did an AA and uh, Narcotics Anonymous group right. mm-hmm. that I found in Clifton um, to support me. But prior to that, people
2: are figuring out where we live right now. But whatever, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay. If you can, hello, you've listened half. So
0: you live in the DMV, That's guys. Fine. Um, but uh, when I overdosed, uh-huh. they immediately suggested that I started uh, start a rehabilitation in the hospital,
2: inpatient, inpatient. Okay, okay.
1: And
0: yes. I okay. did not because one, I didn't want to go on my insurance.
1: Correct, right? At, because the, the, time. at the time about blah blah blah. blah
0: um, yeah. I didn't want my family to know what was happening.
1: So. They couldn't tell them that.
0: Yeah, but they would wonder why I wouldn't be home.
1: Fair point. I'm just saying. Okay. Yes. If, I, if I had lived 100%. on my
0: own, it probably would have been different. Yep. But Fair um, point. Uh, so I had been. So at that point, they keep you overnight mm-hmm. and make sure, and then you have the option to, mm-hmm. um, either be signed into a program. Um, sometimes, depending on the hospital, they have. Programs that will cover some of the help. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, or like, uh, it's like you will pay out of pocket as you go. There's a whole bunch of different programs in the hospital that can help you to start rehabilitation in that aspect. Or they have this, like they'll help you find AA groups that aren't attached to the hospital as well. It really just depends. I say AA group because, like everybody knows, Alcohol Anonymous, yeah. but um, narcotics Anonymous, anything like that. Like, there's a lot of help, but there is a lot of that. Oh, what? What do I pay? and What?
1: Yeah, what I you're, cost? you're talking about those anonymous groups where you go. Yeah,
0: where, where you know, go. Where where
1: nobody. Everybody, every, yeah, like you said, everybody knows what AA is. It's a conceptualized thing based on your specific. So, and there
0: operation. are people who yes. are. Um, not therapists. They are concerned sponsors that will help support you as a, um, support system to help guide you through any issues or problems that you're going through. They're not, sometimes there are people who are sponsors who are licensed to help you find the right help and introduce you into better resources. Um, Like, they don't treat you like a therapist or anything like that, but they are licensed to, hey, I have these other resources. I can direct you in this um, um, uh, direction. Um, So I would say, um, honestly, it's doing a lot of research online. About what your area like supports and what kind of groups, because there were a few groups that I went to that I was like, I don't align with these people. So this like is five, scary. 11. Yeah. So it just, um, it's the same way. It's like going to therapy. It's finding the right groups, but the right age group, uh, because nowadays they have teens. They have adults, they have veterans. Um, but when I was going through, they didn't really have that much. And I would be like one of four people in the group because of my age group. Yeah. So um, honestly, it's a lot of inner, thank God for the internet because there are so many like spaces through there that you can look for. Um, support groups and that for rehabilitation outside the hospital especially if you're not wanting it to go on record Um, for me at the time that's where what it was is I didn't want anybody to know what was happening
1: Yeah, that's what kept me out of therapy Um, for so long and off my insurance just like you said
0: yeah I didn't need my family knowing didn't need that aspect of it that guilt and shame that went with it though they knew um, whether they addressed me about it was very different.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um,
2: I mean, honestly, base tips that I will say is, um, if you, uh, feel like you're in danger,
0: definitely reach out to any type of medical help that you can, what whether kind of danger, um, just for clarity. if you feel like sense. you're in danger, like your addiction's getting out of okay. hand, I would definitely reach out to um a hospital and see what kind of programs that they offer and see what kind of support you can get without insurance versus with um, and see if you can start there because sometimes that extra bit of help they'll put you in touch with a therapist, they will find support groups to help you in that process um i honestly wish at the beginning of my addiction i would have just after like overdosing toys i i really should have just have stayed and let them help me through that process to get this group support and to get the therapist support yeah. um in that process versus doing it on my own because it is harder um finding that kind of support outside of a hospital, but also it's not therapy. It's not. So you're not getting the tools. You're not getting the same support you would be. um, If I, if I had gone um, through the hospital or if I had taken the time to actually research a therapist at that point, but I also was in a very different point. Didn't really have insurance. Like there were so many other.
1: (laughs) They're probably not trying to get to the root of why you were using and that X, Y, and Z. They're just trying to keep you off of it. Yeah, totally. And that's where a therapist would step in. right?
0: So um, my, if you're looking for help in that aspect and you're abusing alcohol or drugs, I would definitely go through the therapist route or go through the hospital and look at the resources that they have so they can at least help you start the chemical balance of it and set you up with the right tools
1: yeah for the detox you're going to need the hospital for the long-term post uh yeah actually dealing with your addiction and recovery aspect from the mental perspective of that then you need the actual um therapy psychology aspect and you need to look for one that is actually focused on um recovery and addiction recovery right they will be out there and they'll tell you and and, you know make sure you're going to that you're not going to go to marriage family therapist and they're not they wouldn't take you yeah they should not take you let me put it that way they should because
0: it's not the same so Um, it just it's very different unless they
1: have a background in it that you're not aware of but still right
0: I, my big light bulb moment at the end of that was, uh it was, I'm sure as you all know, when I uh, talk to dead people, I talk to spirits and things like that. So being overdosed and nobody else was in the room. And somebody came up to me, and by somebody, I mean there was nobody there except for it was just me, but it was not my voice
2: mm-hmm.
0: and somebody came up to me and said, "If you keep doing this, you will lose all sorts of your gifts and for me, that was a okay, I'm done, I'm done um and then of course, I overdosed again and <laughs>
1: it's Not funny, funny now it's funny because it's like uh wait a minute what it, it was on accident the, um, the following yeah. time
0: uh it wasn't on purpose like it was okay. the first time the second time was on accident and uh when i woke up out of that one that was a i really had to stop. like i like this is an issue this is bad like i this round was on accident, not on purpose. I was trying to cut edge, and I didn't realize somebody had laced the stuff that I had Used and my heart couldn't handle it. Cut edge, like like take the nerves off, like oh, okay. like cutting, yep, yep. trying to like Reducing, subdue,
1: reduce the edginess, the anxiety, or, and or, um, sorry. I'm a straight-edge person, so I was like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I mean, that's one hell of a way to break edge. Sure. So it
0: uh, it ended up, whatever it was laced with, like my body had a bad reaction. Mm-hmm. And my heart stopped, or at least that's mm-hmm. what it felt like. And somebody found me and took me to the hospital. So that that's why I
2: overdosed the second time. It was on accident. Um. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with
0: that story.
1: Trying to give people like what to expect and tips and stuff. And you did.
0: <laughs> my aha light bulb moment. That was my aha light bulb
2: uh, that moment. Was, you know, that
1: was I think, the larger portion of what you're talking about. But, yeah. So any last questions or comments in this one? No. Go to therapy. I'm serious.
0: Guys, I'm still in the process of finding my therapist. I haven't. Jeremiah's lucked out on that aspect. And uh, being somebody on the other side of that spectrum, it's, it's hard. So, like, don't feel guilty. Like, I always suggest people going to therapy and finding the support. But it does take a while. It doesn't happen on the first go. I mean, I still haven't found anybody. So don't feel bad. It takes time definitely takes time to find the right um people that can help you in the space that you're in and that you mesh well
1: with and once you get started it takes a lot of time okay think about how long it took you to get to where you're at right now dude you are gonna be going through it all over again it's not gonna be a it's a lot uh, you'll have a light bulb moment here and there right but that is not enough You will have to keep going and it's going to take you a long time to regain who you should be.
0: It's definitely, I think about that often. Had I gone to therapy instead of group therapy, I probably would have done things a little differently. Things probably would have been different sooner.
1: I probably would have actually majored in psychology in college had I gone to therapy earlier and been a therapist instead of debating it right now so yeah could have been weird so probably would have stayed out of certain relationships
0: could have should have would have things yeah. are...
1: here we are
0: here we are <laughs>
1: so. i want you to know there's no shame in going there's no shame in having it on your insurance it's Actually, your insurance is probably covering it now, by the way.
0: And not going at all either. And doing it when you're ready. Correct. I am on the side of, you know, I love supporting people. I love giving people the tools. But if you're not ready to do it, you're not ready to do it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that.
1: Can't make other people change.
0: Yeah. Everybody does it in their own time. And there is no shame in that.
2: We all do it when we're ready. Um, yeah. But support yeah. somebody. Yeah.
1: Tell them you're proud of them. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm Happy proud of you too, birthday. It's not midnight got, yet. You got a couple of hours. Damn yeah. It's fine. Yeah, big four Because uh, you never know, man. You might save somebody's life. Yeah. That reach out, that phone call. Um, I am that speaking check-in. from experience, by the way. Just do anyway. it. You may save somebody's life. Somebody might save yours.
2: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody checked on me. Probably wouldn't be here right now with baby number two. Yeah.
1: Probably wouldn't have
0: made it through that overdose either. I would just... That would
1: have been it. I definitely wouldn't have made it past 24. So. Definitely wouldn't be turning 40. Probably wouldn't have been turning 35.
2: So, hint, hint.
1: Somebody asked me how I was doing one day. That was you. Anyway, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember. So,
1: we haven't done a mini-sode yet. Sorry. It's uh, life's a lot of things all at the same
0: time. Life's a lot of things and having a small toddler, preparing for for another. another Yeah. Life's getting slower and faster yeah. at the same yeah. time, but also just trying to enjoy the sweetness of things before they go away.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in a meetup, let us know. We'll make it work. I haven't put anything out in a while, unfortunately. Sorry, we are here. We do want to do it. I do promise. We are looking at doing a round sweatshirts, hoodies, actually. If you're interested, maybe some beanies for the fall. We've got a new, cooler looking logo, I think. I dig it like a lot, actually. I'm super stoked. Um, I'm going to throw away my other shirt. You're not going to
0: throw away
1: your other shirts. Bullshit. No, I'm just
0: going <laughs> to throw away it away.
1: Like, I'm super stoked about that. I'm still working on the front page of the site. It's cool. Uh,
0: we got some changes and evolving. stuff
1: coming. Spaces yeah.
0: going. It's going.
1: going to be some more articles coming out that are helpful. I'm going to work on one about how to do the work, what that looks like, what that means. Um, yeah. I got one up through the benefits talking and how to build confidence through baking. And there's other stuff coming for sure.
0: And if y'all have any more questions about Narcotics Anonymous or anything like that, please reach out. I feel like I didn't really touch much on that or help. My brain's a little fried. I'm not going to lie, but, um, that's just because I'm really tired. Uh, so if you're curious about that or need help or need help looking for the resources and things like that, or have questions about it, please ask. Um, I didn't think that I would talk tonight. I thought I was going to focus more on you than like myself that tonight. tonight. Throwback. So, <laughs>
2: um,
0: if my answers weren't clear enough for you, or if you want clearer answers, please reach out and just be like, "Hey, can you touch on that some more?" I will happily do so. Um,
1: the baker and the witch at thedarkartsof.com. Any of our forms on the website, uh, Instagram, the dark arts of. Dark Arts Baker, Death Underscore, Witchy Ways, any of those.
2: Yeah.
1: Comment on the podcast, huh? 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 Yeah. Like, subscribe, follow, rate—all those fun things that help other people find us. Tell everybody about us. That would be cool. Eventually, we would like to be able to do this full time, and then take some of that and help a bunch of other people get therapy. That is our.
2: That is goal, the goal,
1: actually. So. If you have other ideas of how we can get there, let us know. Yeah. If you're interested in a Patreon and what you would like to have in something like that, let me know. It Doesn't have to be Patreon, by the way, but the concept, right? Uh, let us know. Love to do something like that.
0: Especially because we have a few episodes we have not actually released. We do
1: have two that we haven't uh, put out there for. But they're still reasons, uh, yeah, in the back burner. Yeah. So.
0: so we're we're trying to figure out ways to release them without <laughs> releasing them. Yeah. Because oh. we're still, you we still feel the same way where it's like, uh, oh, we're not ready to put this on That level
1: of vulnerability is a lie. Oh, shit.
0: We're just people being real people here yeah. on the radio. Uh,
1: topics, obviously, you can always dump that here. If you want to join us, do that too. Reach out. We'd <laughs> love to have you on there. We're still working, trying to get other people uh, scheduled. I am very sorry. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of follow-up. My bad. Seriously, my bad.
0: It's been a lot. But also, guys, just to prepare, Um, probably around beginning of November, mid-November, it's probably going to get a little quiet for a little bit as we prepare for our son to make his debut in December.
1: Yeah, and then so it's going to get just, loud for a while, but um, that'll just be him screaming all the time, not yeah. us actually on here. But, well, I'll try and pop in occasionally and pop some stuff up even if it's just short and sweet, or you know, somebody calls us and we do a quick episode. Hint, hint. So yeah, cool. So cool.
0: just just know that there is gonna be a little bit of that yeah. coming up here in we're, the next two and a half,
1: three months. We're doing our best. We really like all of the support we get. Um yeah, 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 yeah. Keep keep your eyes up. Keep your ears open. Reach we're done
0: with vendor season. So for this year. For this year So keep an eye out For next year We've got Hopefully some Spaces And
1: We have shirts And more merch is coming So reach out Let us know what you want Yeah Cool
0: Have a good night guys
1: Thanks everybody
0: Thanks for listening Talk to you soon And
1: the more we talk
0: The more we heal
1: Bye everyone
0: Bye guys